Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, Tox picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much. Never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill, who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, Ryu had this Stupidest verses, dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots. The stocks through the roof. I heard from with that guy. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentration. But we are celebrating the first day of summer. And sweat and just be dripping off our naked bodies. The beach is a perfect place to pick up chicks. Speedo is French for maximum package exposure. I'm not blushing, and I'm suffered. So hot! Bikini waxes for everybody. Do you wear a thong? Are you ready to party? If he gets too much direct sunlight, he'll die. Guys, we have to get him bikini ready. Something about a gal in a bikini holding a belt sand. Mm -hmm. Get my bikini wax. Hey, when you get done with that sunblock, you think you get handsome over here? You don't want to get too burnt out here. You know, when I was a kid, I got a sunburn like that and just peeled all the skin off, put it in the pile and ate it. And you'll need a bikini for the hot tub. Where's the party? A little summer breeze. Welcome in on the summer solstice, the first official day of summer, although I think we've been celebrating for a couple weeks now. Westmore, Justin Acre, and the wizard Christian Weaver back in the Oakland Race and Casino Resort studio on this wonderful Wednesday, boys. Happy solstice. Summer's here. Yes. 10 fit 9.57. We've had now officially uh, 12 minutes of summer. Is that when it hits exactly? 9.57. It was exact time this I didn't morning. know they set that. That's Yeah, that's when the sun, they can now uh, have the exact time the sun goes over the Tropic of Cancer, right over it, and mm. it's at 9.57, and so now we've officially been in summer for 12 minutes. Yeah, we can't find the sub. It's was near the time. Well, we got a, a, pe- a noise. Yes. Yeah. So that's encouraging, right? Yeah. They still don't know if they find it, how they're going to get it up. The sub. Um, did you guys uh, were you guys up for the sunrise this morning? No. I like the sunrise sunrise sunset on uh, summer solstice. When does the sunset today? Is it like I don't know. Wes? Eight forty-five something like that. Uh, Check your phone. Yeah, it'll tell me. So I got a phone issue. What's wrong? It's flashing. What does My that mean? My screen is going out. I'm getting these white flashes. And uh, turned it off, and I, now I got the green screen when it came back on. I didn't think I was going to get it back on, and finally it came back on. But I can't, I can't even really look at my phone because of the white flashes. It just, it, I mean, bothers my eyes. It gives me, a, yeah, it gives me a headache. So well, I got time I, for a new one. I, well, Maybe that's where I'm going after the store today. After, after, the store? after the show, show today, I'm going to the store. You are uh, probably overdue anyway. I'm like five models behind, and my phone's fine, but... I'm on the 8, and it still works fine, so I don't have to get a new one. That's so, you know, typical me. Um, Allison got a new phone a couple years ago, and she got the 2013, the 13 Pro. A couple years ago, a couple weeks ago, a yeah. couple months ago. And so she gave me her old phone, which huh. was a 10, 
And so she'd been using it a couple of years, and I've been using it years now. So uh, you're right. It's time for an upgrade. But she was like, hey, you need to go get a new phone. I'm like, no, why? I've got plenty of memory. It works. There's nothing I can't do on this phone, so why do I need a new one? So now I have to get a new it's one. It's faster, new features. I mean, it, you don't need it necessarily if you don't use it for... But, I mean, you use it all the time. I do. I use it all the time. That's the thing. Steve Sullivan uh, has given me a lot of good advice over the years. The best advice he gave me was, if it's something you use every day, spend the money on it and get you know get the best thing. Yeah, that's a good advice. If, I mean, a phone, what do you use more than that? I mean, other than, like, use your car, car every day. house, that's no. it. Oh, you don't care about that, though. You know, if you're not going to upgrade your car, for God's sakes, get a decent phone, man. Come on. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, what the hell segment coming up a little bit later? I don't know if it'll impress Coach Kelly, but I think uh, you guys will be happy with it. We've got a lot of good entertainment stuff today, including some audio. I did not know, Christian, and I was already looking forward to this Wes Anderson movie, and I'm not saying that this influences my interest, although now I'm kind of worried because I'm taking Maddox to it. But apparently there is a brief nude scene involving Scarlett Johansson, which normally I'm all about, but taking my 16-year-old kid, it's going to be that brief. awkward moment. I mean, How brief, though? I don't know. You she saw could, Uncut Gems, and there was a few nude scenes in there. I don't so. remember that. I couldn't get past all the F-bombs. I don't remember any nudity. You don't think he's seen nudity? Maddox? Yeah. Never. Huh. Not once. No, I'm quite Those sure. Those little websites oh, on his phone? Oh, God, don't even talk about that. Do you check that? No, please do don't even. Go no, back and look at his I past. I don't want to talk about it. His history and no, look at his, where he's been visiting. Stop, Wes. I don't want to talk about it. Maybe you should visit you know, and check that on his phone. In other news, Stephen Davis will join us at 10.30 today. My baby's an angel, and that's what I'm going to believe until I'm Maybe dead. Maybe a third day of getting you uh, today. a little red. Man, not bad. Good work. Stephen Davis, the uh, voice of the Arkansas Travelers. Uh, Dogfight for the Travelers right now, deadlocked at the top of their division, and the first half championship is about to be settled. So they've got a very important few games coming up here. So we'll talk to him about that and get his thoughts on Major League Baseball, too, coming up at the bottom of this hour. Kevin Kelly will be in. Thanks to Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. We've got Michael Felder coming in to talk a little bit about uh, college football and lots of entertainment birthdays and whatever else you guys want to get into. We start, of course, with the World Series. And um, there were a lot of predictions made yesterday. Christian, what, what ended up winning out from our listeners as far as predictions on who would come out? For those who missed it, Neither game was particularly close. And by particularly, I mean neither game got closer than five runs. TCU wins 6-1 to one over Oral Roberts, and LSU cruises over Tennessee 5-zip. I definitely did not see that coming. I'm not shocked that LSU won, but I didn't expect them to blank Tennessee. The pitching performance they got from Ackenberger or Acken, whatever his yep. name, dude, it was incredible. They, they would have never dreamed that he would have pitched into the seventh inning. Shutout innings. The guy hasn't started all year. The most he had pitched all season was like three and a third innings. Now, he was a starter in junior college last year, but this year, no starts. Uh, and Wes Johnson, gosh, tip your hat to him. He decides to start this guy, and partly because Tennessee has had a lot of issues with left-handed pitchers this year, and so they start the lefty. Then they bring in another big lefty out of the bullpen. They go two lefties, nine shutout innings from two guys. It saved them. I mean, this, yeah. that was huge yesterday because of what I've said before, pitching depleted, the bullpen's not real deep. They saved so many arms yesterday by just having two guys go. This gives them a chance now against Wake Forest, not only for today, if they happen to win today, then you got to wonder, when do they, they fire that bullet called Paul Skeens? Yeah, you would think he's going to pitch the last day for sure, unless they try to use him today. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to fat shame because it's rude. But I will say, that dude was a pretty big guy. And then they brought in a defensive tackle to pitch behind him, and I was like, wow, that's a really big guy, Joe Klein. Thank you very much, he said. No, but I was like, whoa, that dude is not running any laps at all. I kept thinking, okay, it's, it's hot in Omaha. He hasn't pitched this much all year. He's a big dude. He's going to get worn out. Was it like they threw Bartolo Colon out there or something? Yes. He, oh. he, he done lapped over his belt, that guy. He's a done lap guy. <laughs> I was like, bro. Um, but, look, I think that guy wakes up warm, Wes. He's got lots of insulation. He's just fine. I think he's okay. Man, he was awesome yesterday. I mean, he just got the big flowing lo- hair. I mean, he yeah, had the whole thing. No. And they play in Baton Rouge. I mean, they're, they're used to it. They're used to the heat. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Uh, but for them to baffle those Tennessee hit. Now, it helped that the wind was howling in from center yeah. field. It, it took away a lot of 
Took away one home run for sure. Definitely one home run from Cruz. He ended up hitting one later in the game when he went down the line and right. But uh, both games, you saw that. Uh, It was hard. You had to hit a bunch of singles to score or take advantage of the team's uh, other team's mistakes. And that's what happened in both games, honestly. Yeah. Oral Roberts had some problems finding the strike zone. Then they walk a guy, they balk a guy in, and it's two to nothing because n- nothing that TCU did, really, is yeah. because of... How sloppy t- was Tennessee, too? Taking advantage of mistakes. Yeah, they throw one away that gives uh, LSU a run. I mean, they had the pass balls. I mean, mishandled balls at second base. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. had a bunch of sloppy plays. It's just like when they were in Fayetteville. Yeah, LSU scored the first run in the first inning off some legitimate hits, but then Tennessee gave them the the rest of their runs until Cruz hit that home run to make it what five to nothing. Amazingly, Florida has won both its game by a single run, and Wake Forest has won both its games by a single run. Hmm. Both of them three to two actually, and so Christian, we're gonna have a, a question of the day today on L, on SEC teams. But give me first what we ended up with for predictions yesterday and how close our listeners were and see if they were any better than uh, the guys on the show. So our question today was who survives the two eliminate elimination games at the College World Series on Tuesday. It was LSU and TCU at 58%. LSU and Oral Roberts, 20%. 16% went Tennessee and TCU. And then only 6% went Tennessee and Oral Roberts. Okay. I'm glad only about 5% were out there with me. RIP, ORU. Mm. We were rooting for them. It just didn't work out. No. Turns out TCU's third pitcher was, in fact, as good or better. Oral Roberts did not go very deep with their guy. Mm. He was out in the third inning or something. Yep. Yep, and then they went to the bullpen. The bullpen's their strength, and the bullpen's what actually kind of imploded a little bit and and gave uh, TCU some extra runs to make it almost, I don't want to say impossible, but it it made it a hard hill to climb with with the conditions they had yesterday. Joe Klein is here. Hi, Joseph. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey. Good to see you. How are you? Good, man. Um, We're going to get question of the day for today, Christian. See what Joe thinks. Yeah, I'm going to recap our other question today yesterday as well. Oh, yes. Have you ever accidentally sent someone a message that had actual ramifications involved? Like you meant to send it to Dana, but you sent it to somebody else. Like something risque, maybe? Or something offensive, like you said, this SOB such and such, such and such, but you actually sent it to the SOB? Nothing that I can... I'm sure I have. Believe me, I if, can't he, remember. if it was bad enough, you would not forget <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking like if it was... If it was really bad, I'd remember it. So I, I'm sure I've done it, but it, you know, probably wasn't. Uh... I told the story yesterday of a guy I used to work with that, that absolutely destroyed the boss. Hey, he was so mad at him and like dog custom and said he he's this and he's that and this that and the other, and he accidentally sent it to the boss. There we go. Whoops. He didn't make he didn't make it much longer than that. <laughs> was he there the next day? <laughs> yeah, he was. He was only there for like another week. Didn't go well. There was an HR visit and then he was quickly out the door. Uh, Christian, what do you got? Yeah, our. Uh... Did I say the results on that one? No. Sorry. Okay. I interrupted. 58% no on that. Okay. Well, that's good. And uh, our question of the day today is, how many teams make it to the... How many SEC teams make it to the championship series? Okay. So you got LSU on one side and Florida on the other, so it's either going to be 0, 1, or 2. Okay. Hmm. I, I love feel, Florida. Yeah, I love Florida. Yeah, you got to love I think Florida. they're in the driver's seat. It's going to be... Uh, Tough for TCU to to beat them twice. Right. It's possible, but I give Florida about well the odds. I think the uh, history shows that seventy six percent of the teams that are two and zero at the College World Series move on to the finals, and so you know, Wake Forest at two and zero would have uh, the advantage over LSU. I, I think the easy answer is one. By the way, TCU has not scored more than six runs. You know they had the offensive explosion against Arkansas, and then. They have not scored more than six runs in the World Series. Does your bracket show the most scored? I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of runs scored in any of the games. I wonder if anybody. I don't think anybody scored more than six. Digits. No, nobody's had more than six. I don't think Wes. Are the are the uh, measurements of that park? It's a big park. A little bigger than. Well, I'd say a little bigger than most parks, most college parks. But then you throw in the conditions. Uh, the wind yesterday, the last couple of days, has been blowing straight in from center field, okay. and it's it's it, it is. I would say. Almost impossible to hit a home run to center field. Yesterday, uh, Dylan Cruz, LSU's stud that's going to be picked number one or number two in the draft, hit a bomb to center field, and the guy ran back and caught it right at the warning track. There is literally, yeah, not six runs, the most runs scored in any game so far. The I think it was Friday and Saturday, the early games. The, there were a couple games played where the wind was blowing out a little bit, and so they, there, there have been some home runs. Uh, but this is a, traditionally a park where it's been tough to hit home runs. But you throw in the wind right now, and it's it's pr- you got to hit it right down the left field line, or you got to hit it down the right field line. 
If you you go gap to gap to center not field, happening. it's it's not happening. I mean, you have to hit a like a four hundred and seventy five yeah. foot home run that goes four twenty, you know, like yeah. three seventy five, three ninety to get out. It's mm. it's it's tough. And then you know, guys, we all play golf. You know what it's like oh, yeah. standing on the tee box with the wind blowing in t- right at you. Yep. It affects you as a golfer. It affects your swing, and I think it's doing the same thing to the batters. Uh, you, you get off your game, and you look. Wake Forest, LSU, Tennessee were all in the top – and not Tennessee, TCU, but all those three teams were in the top 15 in home runs hit this year. So they, they, they scored a lot off yeah. of home runs. So to me, it's even more impressive – that these teams are still finding a, a way to win, even though the uh, the conditions are tough, not conducive to hit home runs. Okay, let me get uh, Jim in here real quick, and then we'll talk to Joe. NBA draft tomorrow night. I'm sure Joe has thoughts. Anthony Black was on the Morning Mayhem show this morning, and if you missed that, you can catch that in our podcast sites. And I uh, was out running around and catch catch that. Yes, sir. Shameless plug. We did the NBA draft special on Double Tech yesterday, and if you want to check those out, you can check them out anywhere you find your podcast. There you go. I went over uh, my own mock draft, top and 30. do you have him going to uh, Washington I or have Anthony sneaking Black into Houston? to Washington. I don't think he'll end up going to Houston. He could go to Orlando at 6, though. There was a report last night, at least it was on Twitter, that there's a team looking to trade up to get Anthony Black because they, they are afraid that he will go at 8 or yeah. 7. They, or at 8. So they were looking at trading up to 7 to take him, and then they, think, they said that there was also a possibility of trading up to 5 to I take th- him. I think, I think 8 and Washington's the, the, the number. The I ticket? Think, I think that's... But we don't want that. By the no, way, no, no, I don't want that for him. No, I don't. Utah, I, it makes, Utah. A, Utah makes a lot of sense. At yeah. Oakland, get right up on there. At Oakland, it's uh, eight and a half over under. Or maybe not at Oakland, but I saw it online somewhere. Okay. Maybe it was in Oakland. I would be surprised if he gets by Washington. Yeah. If it goes past eight. So if he can get it at Oakland, Oakland I, doesn't do that, do they? I don't know I if they do. I think it's only competitions. Yes, you're right. I I'd think probably right. put it like seven and a half. Yeah, I would too. Sorry, anytime I think gambling, that's the first thing I think of. But you're right. I think you're right. I've seen some different websites, you know, that across the country that do this. So you take the under. Is what if you're it's eight and a half, yeah. I, honestly, I think that's easy money. Okay. I don't see any way he, he slips past eight. And Christian, you're a better expert on this than me. But everything I've read and seen, I have not seen one mock now well, in the last once, week that's past eight. Once the Wizards traded Bill, it came out that they're like locked in on Anthony Black at eight. So okay, okay, you're right. I, it was not there. I'm sorry. Uh, let me get Jim here real quick. Hey, Jim. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, definitely want LSU to go home today. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the two guys transfers that we got on the baseball team from Kansas, do you know anything about them? And that's all I got. Go home. Another kid yesterday was a, is a left-handed pitcher. Yep. He's a bullpen guy. He led Kansas in saves last season. Well, I think it was three, but may, probably not many opportunities to get saves at Kansas. But the impressive thing to me, they're not very good. The impressive <laughs> thing to me is you can't get a save in a loss. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you have to win the game to get a save. Uh, the impressive thing to me, I think it was 43 innings pitched, 43 and a third. He had 43 strikeouts and only... 42 and a third and 42. 42 and 42. Yeah, and good. How many walks? Walks, so uh, thir- 13. That's that's a great walk to strikeout ratio. Uh, ERA wasn't great, but he's a left-handed guy, and you can't have enough left-handed pitchers coming out of the bullpen with as much experience as he has. So it's just at worst, he he provides you depth. At best, he's a guy that comes in and he's a uh, left-handed bullpen arm that can help you out. Stephen Davis is going to join us in a few minutes. You know, he does Kansas women's basketball. I bet he's got some familiarity with their baseball team too. So maybe he knows a little bit more about uh, Stone Hewlett. Cool name. Twenty-five and thirty-two last year. You're right, Wes. They're not good. Eight and sixteen last season. Twenty-five uh, wins. So uh, you know, if you get three saves, is that what it was? Three yeah. or four saves? That's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's 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 one of their guys that they trusted in the in crucial situations. The uh, first baseman that uh, came from Kansas, he actually went to Tarleton State last year. He went to Kansas for three years, then transferred. Injuries kind of uh, deterred his career there at Kansas. He got healthy and had a really good year at Tarleton State. So he comes to Arkansas as a first baseman, maybe a third baseman, but a guy that will compete. The guy I'm ex- excited about is the center fielder out of Missouri. Uh, and he committed over the weekend. He uh, walked on out of Springfield. His dad and mom played at uh, Missouri, so it was kind of a legacy deal. He went and he uh, earned a scholarship, or at least some scholarship money from Missouri. Uh, last year was as, uh, I 
guess a junior or a, maybe a COVID senior, whatever. He uh, hit over 300, had 21 stolen bases. He's been their center fielder the last couple of years. And I saw in an interview online, he said, basically, this is it for him, and he wants to win. He wants to go somewhere that they can win. He's, he loves Missouri. He loved what happened at Missouri. But he even said, until Missouri puts some emphasis on their athletic or their baseball program, yeah, yeah. financial emphasis, yeah. they're going to struggle. And he wanted to go somewhere his last year. And Dylan Leach, remember the catcher at Arkansas that went to Missouri? We thought maybe disgruntled because of the lack of playing time. He talked to Dylan about coming to Arkansas, and Dylan had nothing but positive things to say about the program, the fan base, and what it's like to play at Arkansas. Uh, LSU is probably not going to win the College World Series this year, but they certainly have a chance. They're still alive, but their fans have broken a record for jello shots. Uh, I think they're over 22,000 now. 21,000 um, set the mark. Kevin Coljet, who joined us last year, we were up in Omaha, which was great. Um, is uh, said he started making them in, in school colors back in 2016. So now they order them. You remember him telling that story last year. They can't keep up with the demand, but they are absolutely blowing the competition away. I think next best is maybe six something, six thousand from Wake Forest. Very disappointed in Virginia and Tennessee performance. Did not see much from them. I would have figured a couple Southern schools would have performed. A I little thought bit better. Tennessee would do a lot better. Yeah, Virginia, Virginia might be having a pino. Think so? Yeah. Are they fancy? A little bit. Huh. Got a little, got, got, got a little. You know what? What do they call where all their their seniors live there in uh, Virginia? The it's a real, it's like a, a square in the middle of campus. It's a quad. It's, fancy, not, it's not. A, it's got a, another name. A fancy a enclave for the uh, athletes. The fancy, the fancy quad. Gotcha. I wonder if those numbers that you just gave us was that before last night's game and the LSU's, celebration after the game? LSU's well over twenty two thousand. And maybe over twenty three thousand by today. Who knows? I'm sure they I mean you think a Cajun's afraid to eat jello shots for breakfast? I don't think so. No. Yeah. Ten twenty seven, Stephen Davis from the Travels will join us on the other side. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update during Out of Bounds. True Service has a vacation now and pay later offer and receive up to $3,000 for your next vacation. Sports Center. Only one more day until the 2023 NBA Draft, and there's plenty of intrigue, both locally and nationally, about how the night will play out. When it comes to the big storylines, though, there's no debate that Victor Wembanyama out of France will be selected number one overall by the Spurs. There are questions about where several Razorback players will be drafted. When it comes to local prospects, Anthony Black is the top of the crop. He expects to be a top ten pick, according to most draft experts. Fellow guard Nick Smith Jr. is projected to be towards the back end of the lottery, which means picks one. 1 through 14. Razorback forward Jordan Walsh is expected to be taken in the second round, but could push his way into the first round. Also, junior swingman Ricky Council of Fourth looked to have his name called later on in the evening. You can catch draft coverage on Thursday at 7 p.m. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewskies and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes, and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewskies. Listen, joint pain is a thief. No two ways about it. That's football legend Emmett Smith, who knows a thing or two about pain. It steals your joy, your time with family, or doing things you love. It can even steal your livelihood. But QC Kinetics can help put a stop to that. Don't hand everything over to pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, a cutting-edge technology that helps relieve pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back using healing properties directly from your own body. It's easy. Get treated in the office and walk right out afterward. Simple, right? And QC Kinetics' remarkable all-natural treatments deliver long-lasting relief without surgery or long recovery times. Don't let soreness or achiness rob you of doing the things you love. Tell that pain, not today, not ever. You've got QC Kinetics on your side. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. 
Join the zone each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by Bell & Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news and entertainment each day on the zone. Justin, West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it every day. Bell & Sword has everything for the best-dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell & Sword at 1020 West Oak Street in Conway. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. here from someone who uh, pays attention to these types of things says the the I'm I'm going to say it nicely the folks on from Tennessee Twitter thought the jello shot thing was a racket and somehow did not understand how a portion of the proceeds went to charities and at the school as well as at Omaha and thought it was a local scam like idiots so I don't try to I try not to bash Tennessee too vehemently since our CEO is a Tennessee fan but anyway it was so smart of the, the those guys at Rocco's to. They're making a pretty profit. Too. Oh no, no doubt. But to attach a charity to it, yeah, it it kind of even us last year. I remember you and I, and I was the same way. Yeah, back off a little bit and go. You know this. Now they're they're getting the true meaning of this and right. and trying to help others out. Yeah, I mean that's the only reason I did any shots while I was there, just for the charity angle. <laughs> it's not because I wanted one. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Davis and the Travs may be doing shots soon if they can claim the first half division crown, and uh, it's getting down to the nitty gritty. I think he's here to fill us in on that. Stephen, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. Watching it rain here in Wichita today. You didn't buy shots and give them to other people. Like I feel like that's like rule number one with a shot. You, you get one and you give one away, right? Well, uh, that's true. And um, I bought four, and I did give a couple away. So okay, okay. Yeah. A so you're a very nice guy, very friendly guy. I figured you were making friends by handing out shots. I don't like to, I don't like to buy my friends, Stephen. Uh, but I give them to people that I'm acquainted acquainted with for sure. Absolutely. There we go. I wish we okay. were there now, um, but we're not. It's okay. If you if you don't buy your friends, I mean, you save a lot of money. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to uh, pass out those giant shots to some clients, go ahead. You could write that off, right? Yeah, sure. You could write it off twice. Write it off as a business expense, and then write it off as going yeah, to charity. Wes. I didn't have any yeah, clients. We didn't have any clients there, mm. unfortunately. Yeah, I guess everybody's a potential, potential client. Potential right? client. Yeah. Look for the audit at the, um, uh, at the, at the station Steve, coming, coming soon. Yeah, I'm sure Terry would be like, oh, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Hey, uh, Stephen, before we dive into the Travs and their situation um, in the division mm-hmm. race, can, do you know anything about Kansas baseball? I know you do women's basketball and some other things up there. Do you follow their baseball program at all? Yeah, I uh, did a few of their baseball games this season before I came down for the Travs. Uh, it's kind of a restart up there right now with a uh, new coach taking over this past season. So uh, Tell me about they're getting restarted. Tell me about Stone Hewlett. Stone Hewlett, uh, he's a lefty from the Kansas City area. I'm sure he's a guy that uh, Arkansas was on initially when he was coming out of high school, kind of the same deal as uh, Tavian Josenberger, a Kansas City area kid that went to KU uh, out of high school, and he's got a really good breaking ball. Uh, and when he commands it, uh, was one of their best relievers this year. And uh, I'm excited for him to get a fresh start and uh, come down to Fayetteville and uh, See how things go there. I think that's a good pickup. He'll be a nice addition to what I assume will be the Razorback bullpen. I don't think he'll be a starter. He's never really started uh, in his college career, but he'll be a, a nice pickup, a nice lefty to have out of the bullpen. Really tough at bat for a left-handed hitter. What about Jack Wagner? He played a little first base for him. He transferred last year and went to uh, Tarleton State, but do you remember him from years past? Yeah, Jack Wagner was a corner outfield type guy. Uh, did play a little first base. Uh He's got the potential to be a power bat. It was just a matter of putting it all together. And uh, the move to Tarleton seemed to be a good fit for him. He wasn't getting the, get the time he wanted uh, at Kansas in the Big 12. So uh, one of those guys with a lot of potential right-handed power hitter there in a uh, corner position, whether it be first base or outfield. All right, well, let's talk about uh, Travs baseball. Stephen Davis, the voice that Travs, joining us, and they are on the road this week. How many games do you have left in the first half? 
We have five games left in the first half every day through Sunday, and then it comes to a, well, I guess call it a screeching halt on Sunday, and then we keep playing with the second half <laughs> next week. But, uh, yeah, first half runs out on, on Sunday with five more games. So you're deadlocked with Tulsa at 40-24, and 24, and the only problem is that Tulsa is playing the worst team in the division, no disrespect, but the Naturals are having a rough run of it. So you're hoping for a little help from Northwest while you're trying to get things done over in, in rainy Wichita. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good summation of it right now. You know, going into last week, the, the Travs needed to make some hay at home, uh, having Corpus Christi at home, uh, and did. They won the series four games to Tulsa was in Springfield, which was their toughest series of, of the two left on paper, and, and they split the six games they played in Springfield. Springfield had a chance to win a couple more, couldn't help the Travs out, but still, Travs picked up a game last week, got it into a tie. Last night, both teams lose. Travs uh, just flat out didn't play well last night, got in a big hole early. Uh, ended up losing 12-4 to here in Wichita, but Tulsa lost as well at home to, as you mentioned, the worst team in the league record-wise, Northwest Arkansas, uh, who has a little bit of a new roster. The, the Royals made a bunch of moves in their system yesterday, so some new arms have arrived there with the Naturals, and uh, one of them threw out of the bullpen last night and pitched well. Naturals won 6-2, to two, so the Travs did get some help. So uh, it's really fascinating when you get down to it here because you, you, you can watch a playoff race, even in the big leagues, but especially in the minor leagues, until you really get to that last couple weeks, and really the last week even, you really don't know what you've got, and it's just kind of luck of the draw with the schedule. So here we are, Trav's on the road in a ballpark where they've really struggled over the course of three seasons. And I know it's minor league baseball, and the rosters change all the time, but this has not been a ballpark that has been kind to the Trav's. Uh, they're split earlier this year here in Wichita. They split a six-game series, three and three, was the first time in four tries that they had not lost the series here in Wichita. So they have never won a series in this ballpark, and you're thinking you've probably got to win a series this week. So tough place for the Traps to come against a team that's playing well and is confident right now. Wichita's won six out of eight. So it's going to be a, a fun test for the Traps this week uh, to see if they can get back on the winning track now after losing last night and then make a push here to, to try to overtake Tulsa in the division. Organizations are different as far as their emphasis on uh, minor leagues. What kind of emphasis do the Mariners put on winning, and how important is it for them to win this week? It's huge. Uh, you know, I talked to manager Mike Freeman last night on the pregame show, and every organization will tell you this, but, uh, but I've experienced it with the Mariners now for years upon years. They want these guys playing in pennant races. They want them playing meaningful minor league games. And I thought Mike Freeman summed it up really well last night. He basically said it to the effect of, for these guys to develop properly and learn to play winning-type baseball, you've got to have them in these type of games on a regular basis. It helps you develop not only a winning mindset, but it helps you learn who you are as a player in ball games like this and what you can do and, and what works uh, when, the, when a season or a playoff race is on the line in these type of games. So the Mariners want guys in these type of games. They want them winning. They want them getting into the playoffs. That's not something the Travs have been able to do since 2019, came up just short the last two years. But it is really important to the Mariners organization. It's something they emphasize at all levels. But if you can get it done, not just be in a race, but then find a way to win that playoff race and get into the playoffs. So I know the, the Mariners organization and the folks that run the minor leagues would be thrilled to see the Traps finish it off this week and get a first-half crown and lock up a playoff berth. Talking to Stephen Davis on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, the voice of the Arkansas Travelers, Justin Moore, country music superstar. More importantly, co-host of Morning Mayhem, asked me about Isaiah Campbell. And I was curious about how things are coming along with him. We want to try to get him up here in the next couple of weeks, too, if you can. Yeah, let's do that. How's, how's he coming along? He's doing well. Uh, Isaiah had to throw last night. It had been a week since his last appearance, uh, and you kind of lament that you have to use one of your, your top-end guys at the back of the bullpen in a game where you're down eight runs, pitching in the eighth inning on the road, but uh, you can't have a guy sitting more than a week. Uh, in pro ball without throwing. They were trying to save him for for a tight game at the finish, and they hadn't had one of those lately. So got him in, got him an inning of work last night. He's thrown it really consistently of late. He's not it, – it sounds weird to say he's not flashy, but he just goes out and does his thing. He throws strikes. He'll get his share of strikeouts. He doesn't walk guys. Guys have to come at him. Uh, and I think a perfect example of it was uh, a couple weeks ago in Tulsa. He came in with a big lead late in the game on a Sunday. I think it was 7-1. to one. They bring him in to close out the ball game. And you think, okay, this thing's over. Well, because Isaiah throws so many strikes, sometimes the hitters will get after him. And the first three guys got on. The third one hit a three-run homer. 
all of a sudden it's seven to four, and you, and you start wondering, well, does Isaiah have it today? Well, is this just a, a blip in the radar, or is this for real today? He immediately takes care of the next three guys on like eight pitches with a strikeout mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. So he can turn it on uh, when he when he needed to there. When when he got challenged, he turned it up. That's the only time he's allowed an earned run since May 20th, was those three runs in Tulsa that day with a big lead. So he's throwing it really well right now. I can't emphasize that enough. Uh, you feel really good uh, if you're in the Travs dugout or in the stands watching the game when he comes in that you're going to get a scoreless inning out of him. He's been really consistent, uh, and I think he's either option A or option uh, B to come in uh, late in the ball game and close it out depending on who's available that day. Uh, he's right there at the top end at the back of the bullpen for the Travs right now and doing the kinds of things the Mariners want to see him doing. Steven, I know some of this is based on need, but who are your leading candidates in your mind to be called up at some point here in the next, I don't know how long, whenever they start doing that, I guess? Well, they've called up four guys straight to the big leagues from us this year, so it's hard to say they, that they haven't been promoting guys to this point when, when you've already lost four pitchers, including two starters, straight to the big leagues from Double A. Uh, in terms of promotions to AAA, and we've already lost one guy to Tacoma this year, too. I mean, Campbell would be in the short mix for that. You could run through half the bullpen right now, the Devin Sweets, the Perlanda Baroas, guys like that, uh, who have been in AA previously, who are pitched well, who have had success this year. Any of those guys would be on the list. Uh, Hitting-wise, you know, Robbie Tenerowitz uh, is just tearing it up still at first base. He's 28 years old. But the big thing for all these guys is Tacoma's got a full roster and guys that are playing well up there. And Uh, One of the first lessons I learned when I got into minor league baseball was there's a lot of things that have to happen for a guy to get promoted, and and maybe number one on the list is there has to be an opportunity at the next level up. So until they create an opportunity, either through someone struggling in Tacoma or Seattle, or an injury for someone in Tacoma or Seattle, or somebody getting released, there's no spot to move those guys right now. So uh, it's something now with the draft being later, and this is something, you know, we talked about how it affects college baseball with the draft being so much later in the summer and how those guys have to adjust, it affects minor league baseball, too. It used to be you'd get these midseason promotions about now because guys were getting drafted and new guys were coming into the system already. Well, those guys don't get into the system now until August. So a lot of times there isn't a need to push guys from the bottom with new guys filtering into the organization until August. So sometimes uh, the last couple of years we've seen it where a lot of times those promotions you think you're going to get at late June, early July – don't come until August now, so the new guys get into the system out of the draft. But uh, short list, I would think uh, a lot of guys in the bullpen uh, would be on there, and obviously Tenerowitz with the way he's hitting. Uh, you know, I wouldn't expect if he's here all year. Great, we, we love Robbie, we love Bird. He, he's a is a fantastic fan favorite who's carrying this lineup right now. Uh, but the, any of those guys, if they get called up, wouldn't surprise me a bit. Talking to Stephen Davis, again, voice the Travs on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Travs on the road in Wichita trying to close out the first half, get a few days off, and Wednesday start back at home. Springfield coming in here, and that will go through July 3rd. No Monday off day coming up in that first part of the second half of the season. No, but we get two off days next week. We get Monday and right. Tuesday off in the coming week. So, you know, you trade one, take two, somewhere, whatever. We'll, we'll go, we go with whatever the schedule says, but uh, it'll be a big weekend coming up at uh, Dickie Stevens next weekend. Holiday weekend, obviously, three fireworks shows. Uh, I know you guys will be out there for at least one of them. Wes, you got to bring yes. the family out. I don't think you brought the whole family out to a game yet this year. I have not. I have there personally come, but not with the entire family. Yep. That's bring bring wife, make. Yep. kids, you know. What night are we doing? Your kids are older. What night are you doing fireworks, Stephen, next week? we got fireworks next Friday. I believe that's the 30th. 30th, yeah. And then... Sunday the 2nd is a night game, and then Monday the 3rd will be the big holiday fireworks show for the mm, Trabs. So perfect. Three fireworks shows and four nights next weekend at Dickie Steve. Be there with bells on. Can't wait. That'll be great. We are yeah, working the 3rd. We are not working the 4th. So we will be doing baseball the 3rd. That sounds perfect. What there a plan. you go. Come out. Come out early. Stay late. you got nowhere to be the next morning. We talked about guys leaving. Is there anybody you got your eye on that may come up, be brought up, uh, you know, some a future star? Yeah, we got a couple of them already. Uh, I don't think we've really talked about Jonathan Klasse yet this year. He's been with the Travs about a month and a half now, and he's one of those guys that's just so explosive. He turned 21 since he joined the Travs. Wow. Uh, he, he's the only player in minor league baseball right now with 15 plus homers and 25 plus steals this year, uh, and he's got 16 homers and 41 steals just to, to fill out the numbers. And it's about an even split between High A and Double A for him. He's been outstanding. The batting average is low, but he gets on base. He's able to draw walks even when he's not making contact. 
Obviously, he makes things happen when he gets on base, and he's got a ton of power. For a guy who just turned 21 and is about five foot ten, uh, he's incredibly well put together. Uh, he's so exciting to watch. I did not expect him to be this exciting uh, this season. I didn't even necessarily even expect him to get to us this year, and he was here in May. So Jonathan Quasley is the top of that list uh, as a guy who will be a current and future star for the Travs uh, in his career. And then uh, for a guy that's still down there in A ball, Alberto Rodriguez. Uh, another outfielder, a left-handed hitter, swinging the bat really well. Uh, he was repeating uh, at the high A level this year. He's gone out and performed well and done the things they wanted to see from him. Uh, I would think uh, once there's an opportunity for a spot up here, again, got to have a place to put him up here. Uh, I would think once there's an opportunity, he would be the top of the list of the guys down there uh, in Everett to come up to Arkansas and start swinging it for the traps. <laughs> I wouldn't have done breaking news during Steven's segment here, but Arkansas's foundation, the Razorback Foundation, has just named a new executive director. Ryan White is the new executive director. Steven Davis, does that ring a bell for you? Not off the top of my head, should it? He comes from the University of Kansas. That's the only reason I brought this up right now while you're on with us. So There we go. Yeah. Um, so there you go. We'll get to know him in the not-too-distant future, I'm quite sure. Didn't know if you had any background on him, but... There you no, go. Not off the top of my head. I guess we're not hitting you up for donations right now. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, not, I'm not in that tax bracket. Uh, I'm several notches down from there. Baseball players, I can tell you about them, uh, but uh, no. financial guys, guys who are wanting money from me, they're not coming and talking to me. Gotcha. I understand. Well, you're doing a great job, man. Keep it up. Bring back a winner. We'll see you over at uh, Dickie Stevens next week. Sounds good, fellas. We'll see you then. All right, Stephen. Later. Thank you. Stephen Davis, the voice of the Travs. Joe Klein is here, the voice of Corky's. Yes. Yes. And the Kansas City Royals. You really are, want to be... Who are cemented... In the basement? As the worst team in baseball. The the central in both divisions is terrible. Well, and the AL, the AL may be worse than the NL. Uh, I'm sorry? The AL central. The NL central is a phenomenal competitive division. It's very competitive, but it's because they're Just all... Just because the Cardinals <laughs> suck doesn't mean everybody else is terrible. It's very competitive. It's because they're all not great. I think uh, everybody, but maybe the Re- are the Reds above 500 yet? I the think Reds they are. are leading the division. They're on a 10-game win streak. Yeah. Um, and Pittsburgh's lost a bunch of games in a row, like eight, I don't know, eight in a row. Yeah. They lost the Cubs again yesterday, but they're still like four games ahead of the Cardinals. That's how bad it's been for wow. St. Louis. And I don't, I don't revel in that. As far Promotion as you know, Corky's for wins the Royals wins this year. Saying fifty, <laughs> <laughs> free chicken sandwiches for everybody. I love that forever. Okay, if they get fifty wins. Okay, you like that? Now, did you run that by Tommy or <laughs> Tommy would have a stroke? Yeah, I hope they don't <laughs> get partners fire. would too. But no, it's a uh, bird is the word today. Uh, dollar off all chicken sandwiches, a chicken fried steak after four, dine in only, and come see us in Little Rock, North Little Rock. What time do you close? Eight o'clock. The sun doesn't go down until 8.25, Joe. It's a summer solstice. Should have done a summer solstice special. Not that well, a lot of people are rolling in for dinner at 8 o'clock. But. Right. You know, if you're, if you're in the building, we'll keep it open until you leave. The bar? Yeah. Okay. Especially if I'm in there. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. I don't come in now that you got rid of liquor. There's no point in it. I'm just it's kidding. Com- it's it's going to make a comeback. I'll bring I'll drink beers. It's, it's okay. Back. You can bring in your brown bag like you do everywhere else. Oh. <laughs> that's That's... Uh, it's, uh, I'm not going to make it. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Wes. The deal Team 6 is back at Guatney Chevrolet, and they are armed with a lot of rebates, discounts, and finance offers on new models in stock. Up to $7,500 off Silverado's in stock with a 2009 or newer trade-in. Get $2,000 off in stock 2023 Equinox. You got great rates going on at Guatney Chevrolet. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the deals. Take a look at all the inventory. Find what you want. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Drove by there yesterday and saw an impressive lot full of cars, new and used vehicles. 5.9% financing for 72 months on Silverado's when financing with General Motors. And if you're a well-qualified buyer, head on out. See what they'll give you for your vehicle. Trade it in. Pay off your note. Have a little extra cash in your pocket. Let's go do some dealing with Quadney Chevrolet. Cause you didn't work a lick. Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do. Cause there ain't no cure for the summertime blues. Rock.
Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Check out our punk rock roll with shrimp tempura, spicy tuna, cream cheese, and seared tuna. Strawberry avocado, jalapeno, cucumber topping, and more. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. Hi folks, it's David Basil with some big news from the Riverfront Steakhouse where you never leave hungry. Take that special love of your life and you too ask for the amazing $60 steak special which includes the delicious Riverfront 10 ounce filet and four jumbo juicy fried shrimp plus a choice of two large delicious Riverfront sides. You can choose from hibachi fried rice, onion rings, mashed potatoes, spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, sautéed mushrooms, and the famous Frank Fletcher giant baked potato which is about as big as a canoe and is a meal itself and yes it comes with a ton of toppings and of course butter and there is more both of you have to save room for trips to the riverfront salad bar the largest salad bar in central arkansas with over 30 items including baby shrimp pastas fresh vegetables and salad toppings all of this outstanding food for just 60 dollars so for the perfect date night dinner for two come to the riverfront steakhouse in the wyndham hotel in north little rock open thursday friday and saturday nights reservations are recommended our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. Okay, next time you're at the store, I dare you to not think about the unmistakable, fresh, clean scent of Irish Spring. Yeah, you heard me. I want you to resist picturing a shower filled with those sensational Irish Spring suds. And if you succeed, well, you got what my gramps used to call resolutitude. Not a real word. But let's be honest, you're probably going to end up leaving with Irish Spring. Because of its irresistible scent, and because you have zero resolutitude. Pick up Irish Spring today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Did you know one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery for free. If your battery needs to be replaced, our professional parts people can help you find the right super start battery for your vehicle and budget. Don't wait. Get your battery tested for free today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of The Zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite show on the Buzz app, online at 1037thebuzz.com, or watch us on your Facebook page at 1037thebuzz. Now, let's get into The Zone. Alright, Lee is very upset about uh, something that happened in the Rangers game last night, Wes. I did not see it, but I did see that the manager got ejected. Um, and he sent it 25 times, so Lee must be very bent out of shape about or maybe just accidentally hit uh, send too many times. Wes, what the F-bomb was that home plate umpire doing last night in the Rangers call? What is the catcher supposed to do? That is how you're taught since blocking the plate is illegal now. Catcher was in perfect position. Bruce Boshi and Tony LaRusso would be an amazing foot race, by the way. Justin, you buy the plane ticket to London for this weekend. Cubs cards, I'll buy you a frosty beer and game tickets. Yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that, Lee. But I'd love to. If you go on your own, you may bump into Trey Shep of our staff, who's going to be over there for the Cubs Cardinals well, game. That's awesome. Uh, Trey, don't, nobody travels better than Trey. He knows how it's done. No, but that would be a great experience. Would be. Good day, mate. I saw the setup at the stadium yesterday. Uh, it was pretty cool. Where well, that's playing? Australia. Sorry. Wembley? Uh, sounds right. You're playing in London? I, yes. If I was going to go to London, it wouldn't be for a Cubs game. But Really? I know. I just wouldn't. It's a great excuse. You can do that in America, though. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't watch the Cubs play in London in America. That, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, I, I can't argue with that okay. logic, actually. He's 100% that, correct. That's a fact. That Chris. is yeah, a fact. That's, that's not, not an opinion. No, there's no debate there. Um, my dad, I, and I have no idea what happened in the Rangers game last night. There was apparently they a were, questionable call. They were call talking about it on first take. I didn't they're, see it. They're saying, showing something. There was, they're talking about baseball on first take. Yeah, it must it be. Played the plate, and they were all screaming at the TV. I, I don't, all I know is the manager got ejected, and it's not the Cubs, so I don't care. And Texas <laughs> is still in first, so you're fine. Um, I got a note here, too, that says, we were talking about spending money on stuff. 
And it says, my dad always said, don't go cheap on your mattress because it's something you'll use for eight hours basically every day. Hmm. And if you don't sleep good, you don't do anything good. You know, Rob, your dad's a smart man. It's a great point. Yeah. You're trying to buy a mattress? No, but Wes needs to buy a new phone, and he's a cheapskate because he t- keeps taking Allison's hand-me-downs because that's what he does because he cares about his family more than himself. I don't understand the concept, but that's what he's about. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, he's, I mean, he's got a car that's 25 years old-ish. Mm, 17. 17 years old. He doesn't care. He cares about making sure his wife and kids have what they need. He's the most, for, he's the most giving man I know. Anyway. Selfless. Selfless. Happy, that's happy what I'm looking life, for. Happy life. Yeah. I got a happy wife. I'm sorry, a happy life. Yeah. And you have a Both. happy wife. Both. Yeah. yeah. Both. Lucky. Um, I'm a lucky man. I don't remember the saying about deny yourself everything so your wife can be happy. It doesn't rhyme anyway. And, but how, and how, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Great point, Joe Klein. Thank you very much. Sorry. I think I'm starting, sorry, to, starting I'm to get sorry. it now. Starting to see the light, that was, Joe. That was too easy. About rubbing off a little? I didn't God. mean to do that. I'm going to come home and Dana's listening. She's going, that was so mean. I'm I believe it was the man in the barber shop that said, blank you, blank you, and blank you. <laughs> Kristen, nothing against you. But Christian that's laughed. just what he, he said. He laughed. He laughed. Yeah, I had to come in. Sorry. That's funny. <laughs> Rebecca, what's up? Good morning, gentlemen. It should be happy house, happy spouse, happy house, but that's not why I called. There you go. Hmm. Joe, we're not... Team City's not the worst team in baseball. We're the second worst team. We don't have the worst record. Let's go A's. Oh, okay. That's so we right. Have, Oakland's so got we, the worst. They're not trying to move Kansas so City to going for Schenectady us. or anything. Which is nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying, and, hey, I'm right there with you. I'm a Royals fan. I, I don't, I mean, I would love to see them do better than what they're doing, but it is what it is. I was raised, I was taught, I told y'all before, my mama taught me you had to take it. Bad years <laughs> along with the good years. That's well, true. Well, I'm ready. Marriage, I mean, look at, marriage and Royals look baseball. At how long the, <laughs> look at how long the Chiefs. Look at how long it was before yeah, we got the, the Chiefs going. But the Chiefs had a pulse. These guys don't even have a pulse. Yeah. <laughs> we will. We will give it time. It, it would help if our owner was more concerned about putting winning talent on the field instead of moving the stadium downtown. Yeah. Like he's more interested in moving the that stadium. That would be smart, though. Well, Can he make more money that way? Did I don't think more, so. Oh, I think you get more casual fans if you move it, but... Can you put the fountains back in downtown? That's what I want to know. That's key. Not uh, really. And where were the tailgaters, though? We have a bunch of tailgaters. Oh, there's plenty of room over there, Rebecca. You stick it over in the Power and Light District. There's lots of room. No. It's just... Most of the people that go to those games live near that stadium. They're not going to want to go downtown. They live northeast of town? That's where most people are? Most of the people that go to those games live in the suburbs, like Independence, Lee Summit, Raytown, right right near where the stadium is. I think the argument would be, how many people are going to the games? More than Oakland. Because they're not winning, because the owner will not spend money to get talent. We're the farm team of the major of Major League Baseball. Rebecca, we got to run. I appreciate your uh, angst. Thank Y'all you. Y'all have much. a good day. Bye. You too, dear. Thank you. Happy spouse. What'd she say? Happy Royal. Happy happy house. Happy spouse. Happy Royal. Watney Chevrolet <laughs> has redeployed. Deal Team Six. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it Truck Month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to seventy five hundred off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a two thousand nine or newer, stack the rebates as high as forty two fifty on twenty twenty three.